Hello, Syngap Land. My name is Michael Gralia. Today is October 8th. We're on episode 30 of Syngap 10. This is the last day of the Cannonball. The Cannonball started on Wednesday. Brett, Kevin, and Peter Halliburton drove from New York City all the way across the country. Right now, they're in Nevada. They're heading to Redondo Beach to complete the Cannonball route. It's a classic route. And in the course of that, they're busy raising money. They're right now, I, I checked before I started recording, they're at $90,000. There's a $25,000 match coming in. So Brett's going to have single-handedly raised uh, $125,000 once we get this next 10 in. Let's hit, let's hope we get 10 more thousand dollars into this fundraiser. There's still time. Syngap.fun slash CB. Get over there and donate if you haven't already. Um, if you get this on Friday and you go and watch them on Friday, you'll be able to see the live stream of, of the team coming into Redondo Beach. That's actually why I'm sitting here. As you can see, I'm not in my office. If you're watching the video version, I am at my parents' kitchen table. I flew down this morning. Gonna I'm just on their route, so I'm going to hop in and, and drive, drive to Redondo with them for the last hour. Um, awesome work, Brett. Awesome work raising these funds. Tremendous work. It's, of $125,000, of $125, of that will have come from one anonymous donor. Thank you very much, sir. You know who you are. 10000 of that will have come from two families, uh, Syngap families who we know that have written $5,000 checks. Thank you, Stella, and thank you, the Averys. Um, but so far, at least $80,000 have come from 600 different people. And that is awesome, Brett. Thank you for taking your livelihood, your YouTube channel, sharing the story with your community and raising so much money. And I want us to hone in on the, what Brett's done here. He hasn't just, and I don't mean to belittle it, he hasn't just raised over $100,000 for Syngap Research, which we need, right? That money, I can tell you right now how we're going to spend that money. Um, but 600 people have bothered to stop and think about what Syngap 1 is and that they know somebody with it. And I want to remind all of us that that is one of the many merits of raising funds. When you go out to your community and you say, hey, there's this organization called SRF, 100% of donations go to research because there's no overheads. And there's all these incredible things they're doing and they're on the website. And I'd like you to please donate. You get a tax receipt in the US and, and please, or the UK, please help us. When you do that, you're not just raising funds and you're not just letting people know that your child is sick and you need their support. You're educating people about Syngap One. You're raising awareness and you're expanding your community. This is really important, guys. This is so important. I think we should all admire what Brett's doing and we should thank Brett for what he's doing and we should be inspired to be more like Brett and to say at any level, whether you're raising $100,000, $10,000, $1,000, what would your life look like if you reached out to 200 people and said, hey, would you give what you can to this cause? My child is sick. And yes, we need those funds. We need all that. We need everyone to do that, to have those funds, to be able to do more work. And what would your life look like if those 200 people knew more about your child's disease and the burden it places on you? It's an important question. And it's one we should think about. I want to tell you another story, another fundraiser happening this week below the below the waterline. A couple weeks ago, mom called me. She said, I've got one genetic report that says my little girl has Syngap. I got another genetic report that says she doesn't. What's going on? I said, let's figure it out. Connected her to some geneticists, people talking, labs, science, blah. She calls him back a week later. She says, hey, confirmed my little girl has Syngap. Her little girl is 11. Her little girl is 11. They have been on a diagnostic odyssey for 10 years. And this other genetics company, who will remain nameless because I'm in a good mood today, missed this on three separate runs. I'm not impressed. But whatever, little girl's got Syngap 1, mom is connected with the community and she called me up, she said, I wanna do a fundraiser, I'm ready to go. I've wanted to know what's wrong with my little girl for so long and I want to help her and I want to move the science down the field. I said, let's go. 
I woke up on Saturday morning. She said, I'm going to do a fundraiser. I'm matching up to $15,000. I said, whoa, that's amazing. I'm so excited about it. My wife and I said, we want to match it too. So we'll, you match the first 15, we'll match the next 15. Let's go. Let's get $30,000. That fundraiser is at $59,000 right now. They got so excited, they increased their match to 20. I was like, okay, I'm still at 15. But when you add their 59 plus the 20 plus the 15, I'm embarrassing myself, 60, 80, $95,000 from one family's actions. And they've got a couple hundred donors, again, who now understand what's wrong, are up to date and are supportive. Now we don't all know, but I don't know, I don't know if I did that, if I can raise $59,000, but we don't know the people who can contribute $59,000. But like I said, we all know people. And in the act of fundraising and inviting them into this, this struggle that we have, we can increase the support we have for our family, for our loved one with Syngap One, for their siblings. Don't face this alone, my friends. Bring your community and be inspired by, by Jansen's parents. Be inspired by Brett. Because by the way, we have great uses for these funds. So there were two call-ins to the, um, to the uh, live stream. Dr. Heller called in, which was awesome because last year Brett did a fundraiser as well, raised $40,000 in a day, and all that money went directly to the Heller grant. Dr. Heller is at UPenn. She's one of the best epigeneticists in America. She's also a Syngap ant, and she's working on the epigenetics of Syngap-1, which is all the stuff on the genome that's not Syngap-1, but acts on Syngap-1. Dr. Mignorante talks about finding the boss of Syngap. Like Syngap's really complicated, but if we could just find the boss of Syngap and make the boss make Syngap work harder, that would be cool. It's kind of what Dr. Heller's doing. And if she heard me say that, she'd probably cringe and school me, but directionally correct. Um, and then today, Dr. Omid Karkuti, I'm sorry, Omid, if I butchered that, um, from, from Rarebase called in and he explained what we're doing. And it was so cool because he had this incredible chalk with the guys for 20 minutes. And then one of the guys in the live stream, because the live streams is like this chat thing happening on the side. It's a whole other world over there. And one of the guys is just like TLDR, which means too long, didn't read, or in summary, uh, TLDR, they're hacking cancer research for Syngap-1. And that's pretty true. Essentially, what Rarebase is doing is saying, how are we attacking cancer? Okay, why aren't we using those same tools and processes to attack rare disease? Let's do it. And that's what they're doing. And if you read the press release, you know that Syngap Research Fund has committed $150,000 along with a number of other incredible rare disease groups to fund and accelerate what Rarebase is doing so we can find molecules to help our kids. All incredible work. And this is the real meaningful work that SRF is backing at no cost to donors at no cost, 100% of the money you give to SRF goes directly to projects like this because the founders cover all overheads. There's no overheads here. No one's getting paid. There's no rent. There's no legal fees. There's no accounting. We cover all that. 100% of the funds that come into SRF go to things like Dr. Heller's lab and Rarebase to help kids with Syngap-1. Incredible, incredible. Really proud of, I'm really proud of what this organization is, is doing right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, for example, this week, uh, there was a PVP pub publication. Might be a PV publication. That last P might stand for publication. Whatever. Patient voice publication. PVP. If you want to see it, syngap.fun slash PVP. And the patient voice pub, the patient voice publication 
uh, is a summary of Syngap One on a beautifully designed poster by the team um, at the Cambridge Rare Disease Network. So they called us and they said, hey, we want to do this thing every year. We profile eight, eight diseases and we want you to be one of them. And so we sent them a bunch of information about Syngap, lots of back and forth, uh, Google Docs flying, and now there's this beautiful poster. Why is that exciting? Well, first of all, it's nice to have a beautiful poster and say, people say, tell me about Syngap One. You get, boom, there you go. But second of all, it's a symptom of a functioning organization. Think about what I just said. It's a symptom of a functioning organization. When somebody out there wants to help a rare disease, and what do they do? They call a random parent? But you no, know, you need you need a you need a place they can go on the internet and say, hey, I want to work on Syngap One. And then that those people need to actually call them back. Those people need to call them. So we call people back. And then we work with them and we say, what do you want to know? Who do you want to talk to? How can we help? And then we do the work, right? That's what the what's incredible about SRF. And I want to and I want to applaud. Uh, Jess Duggan, who of course drove this because it was largely a UK thing, the team at SRF UK, Katrine and Julie and Don, and then also the people uh, who helped on the medical side, JR. On this and other projects, JR and Hans and Pavel, there are so many people working hours and hours to do, make everything SRF does work so that we can build and collect assets like this poster Um to support the story of Syngap One, you have to remember, my friends, our kids are going to live a long time and, the, and our patient population is expanding rapidly. I'm going to talk more next week about um, kind of the big picture and how this all comes together. But I, I just want to today step back and there's three points. Point one, congratulations to Brat, Brett and, and Suzanne and, and Brentley for Jensen's parents. Incredible fundraisers. You're an inspiration to us all. Two, check out that PVP poster. It's beautiful. And it's a symptom of how effective we are being at connecting with people in the rare disease community and advocating for our kids. I don't remember what three was, but I'm just, I'm just so excited to see the guys today. I'm so excited for everything we're doing. And I thank you for listening. 30 episodes, pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Be in touch. Mike at SyncapResearchFund.org. Thank you so much.